0: Hi, welcome to Parkinson's and Me. This is Season 2, Episode 3, sit a spell According to the Parkinson's Disease Foundation, in 2019 I was one of 60,000 new cases of individuals who were diagnosed with young onset Parkinson's disease. This means that I was diagnosed before the age of 50. So we're a small set of those who are diagnosed. However, I am joined by a million to a million and a half people who have this disease in the United States. Let me go ahead and get it out of the way. Brian is not going to be joining me for this episode. Nope, he didn't run into a crisis. Uh, Hopefully no one died. Brian is just fine. No, we're just kind of mixing up the episodes you think of it like a, a dish for a meal where we're changing up the pepper and putting some different spices on the plate. Reason for this is I would like to get more of a personal conversation going with those that have Parkinson's out there. More of a one-to-one format instead of a question and answer format. Now, Brian will definitely be joining me in later episodes of the season that we're just mixing things up, keeping you on your toes. The name of this episode is Sit-A-Spell. And when I grew up, that phrase, sit-a-spell, well, why don't you sit-a-spell, meant sit down, relax, kind of take the stress off, and it's get ready for a a laid-back conversation, possibly with sweet tea in your hand and just a relaxing, enjoying time. So in this episode... Why don't we sit a spell? Well, getting into the episode, I had something entirely different planned. I had recorded and edited and had an episode ready to go. It was in the pipeline. And hopefully I presented it in a good manner, but I just listened to it more and more and it just wasn't right. It was certainly something that I felt and something that I'll come back to, but it wasn't where I'm at right now. Where I'm at right now is a very tired place. For the past two nights, I've had a total of about four hours of sleep. The reason for this is something to do with my medication. I don't know. There's interactions that are going on constantly with my body, and I feel like I am completely out of the loop of what is going on. However, what it felt like was me drinking a huge cup of coffee before going to sleep each night and having the jitters. Uh, What I mean by that was I couldn't stay still. I needed to shake my limbs, my arms, my legs, one of those things in order to find any type of comfort. Of course, when you're shaking like this, you're not going to be able to go to sleep. So maybe this isn't the best idea to start an episode with, but it's what I want to offer as the good times as, as well as my struggle to offer the vulnerability. Sometimes it's medication, sometimes it's lack of sleep, sometimes it's both that can really get you off track. And sometimes, sometimes it's a thought or a concept that you're beginning to realize. And something that has been very evident to me, but I don't like to think about it, is as the Parkinson's progresses, there will be less and less activities that I'm going to be able to do with my wife and my son. Now I can still do just about all of it, but my son had baseball practice and I was really wanting to go, but I was finishing up work, I had a lot of things going, at once, and then we were late for practice. So my wife was in a hurry, my son was in a hurry, I was in a hurry, and I got overwhelmed. So overwhelmed that I knew that if I tried to make my way downstairs, get everything prepared, and leave, that I would probably be in a very bad state mentally. So I had to step back and go, I can't make it this time. So this is just something mentally. uh, It wasn't something physically, nothing that was going on with motor symptoms that most people think that Parkinson's only affects. And that started the snowball, rolling down the hill, rolling, rolling. And it hurts and it's saddening. It's frustrating. Honestly, just straight out scary. It's scary not to know what's ahead. I mean, we have the facade that we know what's coming up ahead, but to really not know, not to know how to direct your life. I'm beginning to understand this thought that I heard someone say about Parkinson's. Managing Parkinson's is like playing chess. When you think you're winning, and you have the strategy to take out your opponent, but all of a sudden you see that the chessboard's been upended and the chess pieces have gone everywhere and the game's ended. Your opponent's ended it. You can never have one or two strategies that are going to work well because Parkinson's, it doesn't play by the rules. It doesn't have a code. So it's important to have multiple strategies Having a plan A and a plan B, and if you can come up with a plan C, that's even better. And it's going to be difficult to discover those strategies when you're beating your head up against a wall on things that you can't control. I'm coming to terms with that. And guess what? I will come to terms with it for the rest of my life. And sometimes I'm fighting my own driven nature. I am very focused. I've used my focus in the past to put my blinders on and get through something. You know, you have those things in life that you have to get through. A lot of people don't make it through or don't persevere or they quit somewhere along the trail. Well, I make it through by putting my focus forward. And by doing that, I miss a lot of peripheral things that are going on. It's really a blessing at times, but a curse at other times, Because I miss out on what's going on around me. Yeah, I'm focused. I'm getting through it. But if you get through something to have nothing on the other side, that's not very smart. And I'm not very smart at times. But the focus I get is directly from my mom. My mom had the most focus and determination that I've ever met from someone. She would lock in on something and nothing, I mean, nothing would stand in her way. She really had to utilize that part of her personality because of a lot of our family situation that forced her to get through a lot of things, a lot of hardships and bless her for it. And I do feel bad for her because it took so long in her life where she was much older before she could actually let things go and just enjoy what was around her. Speaking with several people that have Parkinson's, I find it common that many people tend to feel guilty that they somehow earned Parkinson's or it was something that they did and Parkinson's was a result of it. That God Almighty was displeased and decided to force Parkinson's on you to pay for your sins? Well, I received a bit of wisdom back when I first told my friends about my diagnosis. And a good friend of mine, Jeremy, kind of pulled me off to the side and said it was really important to him that I didn't include in my statements my Parkinson's. He said, use the Parkinson's or refer to it in some other manner than my Parkinson's. And I've honored his request since then. And I'm very careful not to say my Parkinson's. Well, I was very fortunate to get together with him the other night at our local Dunkin' Donuts and ask him about why, why not say my Parkinson's?
1: It's basically like you didn't go to the Dunkin' Donuts counter and say, I'll take a coffee, uh, two donuts, and some Parkinson's <laughs> you didn't choose it you don't you didn't pay for it you don't own it so you don't declare that it is yours because those symptoms don't define who you are Jesus defines who you are not a certain set of symptoms that say that you have this or you have that. But Jesus says, you're mine, you're, you're chosen. And that's how God sees you. And that's the identity that you need to take on and not that a doctor popishly declares upon you that you are now this you were this before but because of this and this and this is going on with you now your identity has changed now you're something else and any doctors on this earth are not god and and let the one who knit you together in your mother's womb declare upon you your identity and no one else.
0: While I was thinking about this, that just came up in my mind was the cartoon figure of Winnie the Pooh. Yes, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh's nature is very, very simple. He has very few needs, but he always gets to where he's going. Whether he knows it or not, wherever he's going, it's just he's there.
1: Time to make myself hungry with my stoutness exercise. For my morning, honey, oh, oh, oh.
0: And I just want to pull up some quotes that really spoke to me because I would like to incorporate more of Winnie the Pooh in my life. If the person you are talking to doesn't appear to be listening, be patient. It may simply be that he has a small piece of fluff in his ear. When you are a bear of very little brain and you think of things... You find sometimes that a thing which seemed very thinkish inside you is quite different when it gets out to the open and has other people looking at it. I love this one. (laughs) Don't underestimate the value of doing nothing, of just going along, listening to all things you can't hear, and not bothering. And a classic one that I think many people know is people say nothing is impossible, but I do nothing every day. And to wrap up this philosophy of resting, of letting things happen, of not holding so tightly to what I want to happen, what I think should happen. It's very different from the culture that I'm in to where work has to be done, this has to be done, this has gotta happen. The people that have the most off their checklist for the day have the most successful day. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Well, this quote speaks to that. Rivers know this. There is no hurry. We shall get there someday. And what I say to that is, I'm going to get there someday. Maybe not today, but someday. And even just saying that, I find a lot of rest and I let go of all that is Driving me, and I just enjoy it. And I'm thankful to do this podcast.
1: Oh, not to worry, tummy. I always know what to do. A Pooh Bear takes care of his tummy, he fills it with things that are sweet. A Pooh Bear takes care of his tummy by never forgetting to eat.
0: And along with the desire to be more like Pooh is calming my mind. And using stress management techniques. I've said before in a previous episode with anxiety comes the promise that my symptoms are going to become much worse. That the rigidity in my body feels like it's turning into the tin man. And I'm definitely not alone in this symptom. It's very common for those of us who have Parkinson's. In fact, it's going to get worse as the progression occurs. So the older I get, the feeling of turning into a tin man is going to become much more serious. There's nothing I can do to stop it. So if I can prevent it before it happens, we can't predict where we're going to be or what situation that we might find ourselves in. I might have some great ways to prevent myself from getting into these stressful environments or really anxious but there are going to be other times to where I can't. So the goal for the future is to be better at managing stress. An app that's helping me make the transition is Headspace. Maybe you've heard of it. It's Headspace Meditation and Sleep.
1: Just take a moment to get comfortable. doesn't matter whether you're parked in a stationary car, sat on a train somewhere. Maybe you've just arrived home. Maybe you haven't left work yet. Whatever it is, wherever you are, just taking a moment to sit comfortably.
0: It's on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Well, this is a very different episode than what I was expecting. Hopefully, (laughs) you found value in it. I think it's important for me to record this episode and and put it up for everyone as a placeholder to remember these principles i want to thank jeremy for being a part of the episode and i would love for you to contact me i'm going to leave my contact information at the end of the podcast now i do have something that my 81 year old uncle has asked me several times in the outro that i include in every episode I request that you give a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. My uncle, being so wonderful, he's very eager. And he's like, how do I do that? It used to be much easier. So my goal is to try to simplify it and provide either some type of walkthrough included in an episode or at least a walkthrough on my website. My website is parkinsonsand.me. But if you do know how to give five stars, (laughs) I would appreciate it. But if not, and you want to, thank you so much. And I want to thank you for sitting a spell. So as I close out this episode, I leave you with this quote. When you see someone putting on his big boots, you can be pretty sure that an adventure is going to happen. I'm going to put on my big boots because life is an adventure and that the Lord may bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening. We would love to hear from you. If you would like to leave a voice message, then call is 706-873-1656. Or you can email us at Parkinson's and me podcast at gmail.com. Finally, we would appreciate it if you would give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the show. Until next time, keep moving forward.